Blog Talk Radio.
get ready to have our service. So I'm your host for tonight, Minister Sylvia Kaiser, and I ask my sister, Apostle Elect Dr. Cecilia Kaiser, to join me with the program on tonight. I'm going to just say I was studying something that I wanted to talk to, and it's my turn to minister, but I had not really had nothing laid out. And I was saying, well, God, I'm going to have to cover for Dr. Wright tonight. What do I talk about? And I had to stop and take a deep breath and just listen, God, and let God tell me, what have you said happened to you today? And I stopped and I said, Savior, on today, God showed me some awesome, awesome favor. It, it, it's going to bring tears to my eyes eventually again. I couldn't do nothing but cry and say, God, I thank you. I thank you. You know, um, Apostle Elect had me to read a scripture yesterday, and it, it basically said when the enemies rush in like a flood, God will set up a standard. You know, people always say new standards. But there's nothing new under the sun. God don't do nothing new. We may just allow him to do something new in our life, but God don't do nothing new. God has his mercy and grace. And favor ain't fair. But I thank God I have favor. I've been telling people all my adult life, you can't bless me or my family, and God don't bless you back. It's impossible because when you walk with God and when you trust God, favor follows you. I was um, looking up something on Google because I wanted to say, God, what can I say about favor? You know, I I looked up what is God's favor, excuse me, and what Google showed me was favor means God stepping into one situation to make a worthwhile difference. Favor is a highway to connect your destiny. In Genesis 6 and 8, it says, the Bible says, but Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord when you are connected to favor, you are connected to good and grace. So, if Noah found favor back then, and we're still operating under the law of God, and we're still operating under his grace and his mercy, and we're still operating knowing that God is God, how do you not understand that when you do what God tells you to do, God will give favor. It says he will make a situation in your life worth Wow, worthy. I looked up, uh, it says, how do we obtain favor from God? It also says, um, what is God's favor and how do we get it? It gave me six things. And then I'm going to ask uh, Dr. Wright, I'm sorry, possibly like Dr. Cecilia Kaiser to speak. It said, walk with God intimately, like Enoch like Abraham, strive for obedience even in difficult circumstances like Joseph, be meek and humble like Moses, desire to do his will like David, seek God's wisdom above anything else like Solomon. So if you all look at it, out of all the things Solomon could have asked God for, he asked for wisdom. With all the mess that David was doing, David was still the apple of God's eye. Even though Moses didn't believe in himself because he had to tell Pharaoh what God had said. Even though Joseph was through in the pit. Mm. And he had to go through what he had to go through. And then he was lied on. He still trust God. And he waited on God. When You look at Abraham, and Abraham trusted God even after God told him his son was going to be 
because of him being basically a grandfather over many nations, he even followed through with the sacrifice that God had called for. I couldn't imagine three-day walk he took knowing that God had asked him for what he loved. Hmm. When you think about Enoch, you just have to really sit back and say, God, I got to get in your word, and I got to find out how these people with favor got your favor, received your favor, walked in your favor, kept your favor. I think about the the of uh, the uh, woman of God, Deborah. Not only was she a warrior, and the men said, "I'll go if Deborah go." In other words, if Deborah don't go, I ain't going. They were not positive. Or they were a valid man, mighty man, but they knew that this woman was able to do what she was sent out to do. But yet, imagine when she went home, she was a wife and a mother, so she knew how to operate with her favor. Mm. Not a pride. So I'm gonna pause right there, and I'm gonna ask Dr. Kaiser, does she have any remarks or words she would like to share with us at this time? Apostle, are you on the line? Yes. Can you hear me, ma'am? Yes, I can. Please go ahead. Yeah, I was just gonna say that um, many people call nepotism favor which is when people hire their own family members and things of that sort. But that's not the kind of favor that God shows us. And what I love about how God shows us favor is that everyone can have it. And he offers it to everyone. And so to know that God will give everybody favor it just reminds me of how Acts 7 and 46. But I'm hearing echoes. Let me see what that's all about. Let me see how I can take care of the echoes. Okay, I think that took care of the echo. But then I can't hear. I can't hear me on your thing. I think it's from your laptop is on and your computer is on. So. Um, no, I just, I'll just, I just ask everybody. Tablet. I just have my tablet on and my uh, my cell. I mean my home phone. I don't have any. Right. So it's two things on. That means there's two mics. And okay. so you have two yeah. mics on, and then mine makes it a third mic. So okay. what I was saying was, um, access in seven and forty-six. David found favor. And God's sight, and that's that he might find a dwelling place for the God of Jacob. See, isn't that wonderful that even though he knew he had favor, he didn't try to use it for himself. He wanted to make sure that God had a dwelling place. And then Acts 2 and 47 says, praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord was adding to their number day by day. Mm, 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 mm. That is beautiful when God will add to your numbers day by day, those who were being saved. Mm. See, the favor of God is different than how man sees favor. Because mankind, when they see favor, it's all about me, me, me. But even Psalm talks about let the favor of the Lord our God be upon us and confirm for us the work of our hands. Yes, confirm the work of our hands. But the work of our hands are things that we do in order to give God glory. And as we give God glory, he blesses us more and more and more and more. And his favor seems like it's for us, but it's really for us to glorify him. And many times people fall out of his favor because they begin to walk in vanity and think the favor is all about them. So that's what I have for now. Excuse me. 
is because I was looking, like I said, I Googled it, and I said, it says, how do we walk in God's favor? It said, to walk in God's favor is to trust God. To walk in God's favor is to care about the oppressed, the needy, and the vulnerable. To walk in God's favor is to care for the community and seek a better world. Like you said, a lot of times we don't understand that we have favor, and when we be a blessing to other people and do what God tells us to do, God blesses us, and if someone blesses us, they can't help but get blessed. I, I think about the scripture, I don't remember exactly where it's at, but it's in Genesis, when they tried to get this man to curse the Israelites, but he couldn't do it. He couldn't do it. He They wanted him to curse the Israelites, but he ended up blessing the Israelites. So when God has set you aside from others, God will use you in your lifestyle to show people. What I mean by your lifestyle, your lifestyle of living for God and trusting God. So don't, don't just don't take it and think I'm talking about any lifestyles. No, God is not a messy God. God don't cover no mess. God don't walk in no mess. God is a holy God. He's a righteous God. And when you get about God's business, God gets about your business. Um, it had also gave me a scripture, uh, Romans, what is this, 10 and 9, that if you confess with your mouth that the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has risen him from the dead, you will be saved. That Now, that's favor right there because you confess and you believe wholeheartedly. God will show you favor because you're carrying on with what he's telling you. You're trusting his word. Like I said, God showed me favor today because I got up, and I said, God, I have to go take care of some business. I said, but, Lord, I, I've been, I have been praying about it. I've been talking about it. I said, well, God, it's in your hands now. I need you. I need you all today. And when I went to take care of what I had to take care of, because I've been faithful to what God has called me to do. No, I'm not, I don't dot every I, and I don't cross every T. But I've been faithful to what God has called me to do. And I look forward to doing what God has called me to do. And I try to make sure that I take care of God's business to the best of my ability that God took care of my business. I'm just going to put it out there. When you trust God, you confess with your mouth and you believe in your heart. And your lifestyle shows that you're walking a Christian life, not a raggedy life, not because it sounds good. You know, everybody want to say, I think the man upstairs. Who, the man in the two flat or the man over your basement apartment? What man are you take talking about upstairs? I don't know no stairway to heaven. I've heard many songs that talks about a stairway to heaven, but I don't know no stairway to heaven that I could take an escalator or elevator or a ladder that I could walk up, crawl up, or ride up to see God. In my time, I'll see him. But I just want to say the favor of God. When you walk in his favor, you don't just think about yourself. You think about other people. I have been taught and I have heard um, even my sister, Apostle Elect, say to me at plenty times, I didn't say sometimes, I didn't say other times. I said plenty times. She said, Renee, what would God do? What would God say about how you handle that, how you conduct yourself with that or that person? What would God do? Trust God, take it to God, talk to God, and do what God tells you to do. And I know a lot of you all probably always say, but she's always talking about her sister. Yes, because see, she's on the line with me. 
and she would tell you if what I said is not true. I don't mind having a sister that I know walks in God's favor, lives in God's favor, and she puts out God's favor because she's always telling somebody that God can, God will, God has. And if you allow him, God will provide for you. Now, I'm not saying he won't provide because God will show you. He reigns on the just as well as the unjust. But if you continually do God's business, you continually obtain God's favor. So you have to always know how to operate in God, honestly, righteously, positively, walk with integrity, live with integrity, and just make sure you see people the way God sees them. If you don't, I just said today, God, give me a heart to love people the way you love people, to see people the way you see people. Because, y'all, let's be honest. We got five fingers on our hand. Well, we want to say four fingers and a thumb. Sometimes you don't treat all the fingers the same way, whether it's the left hand or the right hand. You want to choose which one you want to use right now, whether it's this finger to clean your ear out, tissue to wipe your nose, or you want to use this finger right here, the ring finger, to pull your eye back because it's the uh, soft, it's the finger with the less pressure on it that it won't pull your eye back hard like the other fingers, or you want to use your pinky finger. You... you have to treat everybody like it all attached to one hand. You know, so I've been learning that in this walk with God that people see the favor on your life and they try to distract you. Mm -hmm. They try to get messy, bring mess your way and try to get you tangled up. But see, it's so good when God gives you favor with someone to say to you, don't get caught up in somebody's mess. See, that's favor right there. Well, somebody will bring you a word from the Lord and say, uh, they don't call you dumb or stupid. They just say, look, don't get caught up in somebody's mess because God has a plan for you. So what you need to do is go back. You you already heard me say, God, what do you say? When people are talking to you, immediately start saying, God, what do you say? Don't have itching ears. Don't be quick to want to hear something, you know. Oh, they got some good stuff. No. Soon as I'm learning that soon as people start talking to me, I need to ask God, not along the way, not afterwards, but immediately when they lift fall apart, open up. In other words, you want to hear say, you know, when somebody, like now, my lips are open before the sound come out, start praying, Jesus. Block my ears, Lord. Don't let me get caught up in this mess, God. If it ain't from you, from you I don't want it going into my ear gate. you got to even ask God to give you favor with your eyes that you don't want to, as the old folks say, gaze on or just sit there and gawk on. Just sit there and look on. You, you want to be. You don't want to be a peeping Tom or a peeping Tammy. You know, you want God sanctify my eyes and my ears. And if your eyes and your ears are sanctified, then you allow God to sanctify your mind and your heart. And then He will be able to guide your feet because you will be looking for the light, which is God, and you'll be looking for the Son, which is Jesus. And you won't be walking in an unfavorable situation because a lot of times we say, how did I get here? Hmm. All we have to do is keep our mouth talking to God. Keep telling God, God, I'm going to do like Job. I'm going to wait for you until my appointed time. I'm going to keep confessing, keep talking that no matter how bad it looks, no matter how bad it smells, no matter how bad it sounds, God, I'm going to keep waiting on you for my appointed time. Because, see, 
I did not once say favor was always going to be good. I didn't say it. The word said it. Because, see, y'all know we'll go through some things and be like, uh, this don't look good. I don't know how I got here. But, and then we forget to hold on to what God is showing us that even through this time, I told you it said earlier, uh, let me see if I can go back, find it. It said to um, be like Joseph, strive for obedience, even in difficult times. Don't think it was easy for Joseph to be ridiculed and ignored and teased and tossed to the side by his brothers and then to be sold into slavery and then to be sold into a pit and not only just to have his coat stripped off of him and uh, lied on and lied about it, then he had to go into this um, the living quarters that he lived in where the wife lied on him and uh, – <laughs> he had to just I had to laugh because I'm saying Lord you know if that had been me or some, some of the people I know you know we would have used every letter in alphabet <laughs> I can't even say it alphabet to name them call them and, and uh, change some things about what you put, will say they are or who they are we would call them everything but God's vessel for, to push me into my destiny a lot of us look for favor to happen overnight, but sometimes, sometimes we will get overnight favor, but most of the time we have to go through a lifetime of situations to obtain God's favor because we're not always ready for what God has for us, you know, so to like I say, today, I thank God for his favor. Now, mind you, we all have things on the altar. We all have things up before God. But just like we want favor from God, don't y'all know we have to give God favor? Mm-hmm. We have to give God favor. Lord, teach me how to give you the favor of patience. See, I, I got to learn how to be patient and wait on God instead of getting impatient and figure that uh, he didn't hear my prayer. I told him I needed this today. I told him I needed this right away. But sometimes God makes us wait. And we need to have patience. We need to wait on the Lord. I say wait on the Lord. That's in the word. Wait patiently. Wait on the Lord. Those that endure you wait on the Lord. Those that sit back and say, God, teach me how to have patience with your plan. See, a lot of times we want to say, God, teach me how to have patience with people. Teach us how to have patience with the plan he has for us. That will automatically teach us how to have patience with people. Because I thank God he has been patient to wait on me. If I had a dad yesteryear, y'all know what? I wouldn't be going to heaven. I would be going to the the opposite. I would be going to the other H E. Double L. Double L circumstance. I wouldn't be going to the H E V. I'm just saying that when I started asking God for favor I had to understand the first thing I needed to say was, Lord, teach me how to have favor for you. Because, see, a lot of us don't want to wait on God. We want that, how they would say, microwave, pop-tart, tatter bag open, pop the cap off. We want that immediate relief, saying, God, what do you say? Give me patience to wait on your change, on your decision, because when you get a relationship with God, you're going to learn how to wait on God, and then you will learn how to operate in his favor, with his favor. You will learn how to walk 
in God's favor. Talk in God's favor. Build in God's favor. Sit back and shut up and wait. That's me for God's favor. I'm going to tell all my stuff. Y'all can act like it's your neighbor, your cousin, or the person sitting next to you if you want to, but I'm going to be honest. I thank God for being patient enough to wait for me. Yes, I thank God for it. Uh, Dr. Kaiser, do you have anything you want to add? I just wanted to share an analogy. When you see politicians and you see people in competition, a lot of times they're trying to attack a person's reputation, which is connected to their favor. And so as God favors us with his wisdom, he favors us with his grace, and he favors us with his love, and he favors us with his wealth, um, that's what many people come after. Proverbs 22 and 1 says, A good name is to be more desired than great wealth. Favor is better than silver and gold. When politicians, whether it's the Republicans or the Democrats or whoever, they come after each other's reputation. They come after that thing that uh, has been positive. They try to uh, expose things. They try to tell lies and different things. And sometimes they're telling the truth. But what I love about God is that uh, his favor isn't fair. His favor is a gift. And because his favor is a gift, we have to be aware of when the enemy tries to sneak in and be deceptive and tries to attack our favor with God, whether it's through gossiping, whether it's through lying, whether it's through um, them telling stuff that you did that God is already poor and uh, thrown into the sea of forgetfulness, we have to realize that the word just said it. Favor is better than silver and gold. In this world, people want to have gold bars and and gold and diamonds and all of these things stored up somewhere. I mean, gold is the currency and things of that sort. So it's so valuable. And yet God said that favor is better than silver and gold. So when you have the favor of God, the enemy sends in agents to try to destroy your reputation and your favor. So that's why we have to not only, as you were saying, thank God for favor, we have to put our favor in the hands of God and say, God, handle this, because I see them trying to destroy the favor that you've given me. And see, the more you obey God, the more the enemy comes after your favor. And see, if it wasn't so valuable, the enemy wouldn't be coming after your favor because he knows that it's hard for mankind to favor you when your reputation is under attack. Some people will stick by you, you know, like we talk about with Paris and London. Paris got her sister back. She's not going to let nothing happen to her because she favors her sister. But yet there's others that are jealous of her sister, and they're coming after the favor on her life. And Paris is saying, "Uh uh-uh, these hands, I'm going to use these hands on you. You are not going to attack my sister's favor. But it's the same way with God. We can't allow people, even though God don't need us to 
protect his favor. We can't allow people to try to even destroy the reputation of our God. But what I love about God is that he doesn't worry about that because he's God. Jesus went to the cross because they were attacking his favor. They were attacking what he was sent here for, not knowing that they were playing into the very plan of God. So when people are trying to attack your favor and attack your reputation, that's when you praise God. That's when you give God all the glory. That's when you give God all the praise because you know that you're attacking my favor because God is about to uh, catapult me into another place in him, into another level in him. So, yes, what you're doing appears to be a lot of pressure, appears to be like I'm being uh, under attack. But in actuality, God is allowing you to perfect my favor. Why? Because God protects those things that concern me. Why? Because I'm going to take it from glory to glory. I'm going to take it from faith to faith. And I'm going to take it from favor to favor. And I'm going to give God all of the glory and all of the praise. Why? Because God's favor is better than silver and gold. My God, that's all I have. I'm just so, oh, I just got excited. <laughs> Amen. It, it, and that goes with what I was going to say. Uh, one of the questions that I had saw on Google says, how do I activate God's favor in my life? It says to sow favor into the lives of those that don't deserve it. And you will receive that you do not deserve Look for those that cannot necessarily repay you and show them favor, and you will activate the favor of God over your life. If you want to activate the favor of God in your life, start giving favor to others. You know, so that's that, right. That, it's unmerited. That, that's right. Yes. Yeah, that makes us think about how you, you have people in your life that says, uh, I'm not doing nothing for them. What can they do for me? Okay, but every time you see them, their hand is out. They want something. You know, they're looking for something. You know, I thought about just seeing the scripture that says, what does it profit a man to gain the whole world and lose his soul? If you always looking for someone to give something to you, if you're always looking for somebody to have your back, but every time they need you, now, nah, I just think this in my life. Two things going to happen. They're either going to run and leave you or they're going to jump on the other side. Huh. I just think it. I mean, it looks like because there's more of them against you, they're going to get with the flow instead of understanding that even God said he was sending back two messages. See, you don't understand that when favors follow you, there's things that come with it, protection, mm. grace, glory. All this stuff comes with that because when you give favor, you're going, you're going about God's business, so God is now going about your business. The woman of God just says it's better than silver and gold. If I was laying in the hospital bed, which I have been, over my lifetime. I didn't ask for my earrings. I didn't ask for my rings. I didn't ask for my jewelry. I did not call out for those things. What I called out for was Jesus. God, I need you right now. I needed the favor of God over my life, in my life, because I was dealing with some health situations. I said, God, if you're not ready to take me, I'm not ready to go. I said, but God, I need you right now. We have to understand favor ain't always something you're going to find in your pocket chingling or you can fold up and put in your wallet or carry around in your purse. Favor rides on you. How do you see favor? Hmm. Do you only see favor with a dollar sign on it? Do you only see favor with some keys on a key, key chain for the house of a car or a fur coat? 
that you're wearing or some nice shoes or nice outfit, the next Gucci bag or whatever, that ain't always favor because, see, two things going to happen. Stuff going to get old, one, and it's going to, I could say, riding away in time. But favor is lifetime. Do you know how easy it is to have a baby? A lot of people don't know that. It's so easy to have a baby, and they don't realize how hard it's not. There are so many women out here that want to get pregnant, but they can't. And there's so many women out here that keep getting pregnant that don't want to. When you think about the stories in the Bible, Abraham's wife, when you think about other men in, uh, of God and women of God in the Bible that talked about Samuel's mom, she said, if, if you give me a son, I give him back to you. Samson's mom. Think, when you think about all the, the women in the Bible that they talk about were bearing, they asked God for their, his favor. And if you think about once God gave them their child, their son and daughters, or their son, whoever God gave them, they did just what that man and woman of God said. I will dedicate them back to you. See, people don't understand how important it is. See, I was one of them young ladies they told, uh, as a girl, I had the scholarship fever, I would never have children. And when I got older, uh, and I got married, my husband wanted a child. And I said, well, you know, I can't have children, but the power of prayer. And I had an auntie, she was, before she passed away, we called her Aunt Baby Sister. I told this testimony before. She drove all the way up here. I believe she lived in Arkansas. And she came to our church one Sunday, and the, the family and everybody was so glad to see her. She said, but I came to do one thing. She took her hand, and she hit me right up under my breast. And she pushed up so hard, and she said, Joshua, come forth. And I tell you all, I can't explain it, but I felt something. And all I could say was, Ugh. she said, say you receive it. I said, I receive it, Lord. I mean, the breath in my body was like on a pause, but I received it. But a long story short, once I had that child, I knew that I would not carry him full term, but I knew he was going, nothing was going to be wrong with him. When I had him, before I named him, I gave him back to God. I said, God, I told you, if I have a child, if I have a son, if you give me a son, I will give him back to you. No, I didn't say I was going to name him this and name him that. I told God, well, I would name him. And I said, God, I'll give him back to you. But before I put that name on a birth certificate or in anybody's ear, I gave him back to God. And I tell you, the blessings of the Lord make it rich and added no sorrow because I gave God back what he gave me because I know I'm nothing but a good steward of it because of the favor God showed me with my auntie to bless me. Y'all ain't hearing me. Favor ain't fair. But I thank God I got it. Favor ain't fair, but I thank God it rests on my family. Favor ain't fair. But you can have it, too. God did give it to one. As the woman of God said, anybody and everybody can have faith. If you just look at the word of God, it teaches us about how God's favor is here. A lot of us want to teach it, talk it, but we don't want to live it, and we don't want to walk it. So I'm going to leave that right there. I'm going to ask the apostle, do she have any closing remarks? Because... Like she said, she got excited. I'm getting excited because I understand favor. Uh, let me see. Um, Minister Margot said, praise God. She said, Jesus, the name above every name. What a glorious. Uh, thank you, Margot. What a glorious testimony. But it's true because, see, I was uh, considered a bearing woman. And I just want you all to know God is God. When God said come forth, when God said stop and no, it, it's just what it is. I 
am a living witness of God. I remember my sister apostle elect is on the phone. I remember she was in a a serious serious car accident and me and my sister are so close when one gets sick the other would know it. I don't know I don't care how far apart we are. If she gets sick I know it. If I get sick she know it. We can't explain it to you. But we've been hooked up like that since we were children. When she had and I remember they said she was in a coma and she wasn't going to make it. My heart literally fell in my body, and I remember grabbing her, saying, you can't leave me. Don't go. I love you. And she said, Renee, you're hurting me. And I began to weep because I knew then she had favor on her life. Y'all don't understand. If you get smashed in a car, how many people can say they live? The devil has been trying to kill my sister and myself all our life, but I thank God because of the favor that was on my parents. I thank God because of the favor that's on our life. I, when I, I tell you all, I give you all testimonies, and I tell you about situations. I don't have to tell you about nobody else's life because when I tell you about mine, all I can say is, Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I just got to say thank you, Lord. You made a way. You made a way. You made a way. I just got to say thank you, Lord. I can't say thank you, Lord, enough. Y'all, it's not just the day, but every day of my life. I share my scars. I share my scars. I, some scars I can't show you. But when I tell you, God has been so good. I can't walk away. I can't say no. I won't walk away. I won't say no. When I heard God tell me, enough is enough. Everything and everybody I thought I loved, I didn't have to tell them. I just looked at them and said, say no. God just told me to walk away and don't look back. God told me to get that spirit of life because of the favor that's on my life. I had to walk away. Don't look, these are not tears of sadness. These are tears of joy because when you know that you know that you know God has given you and your family favor and he tells you to walk in that thing, you better know how to say it's over now. Mm. You better know how to wave to that thing and keep going and don't look back. Because I thank God. I thank God for not just hearing him, but to have people in my life that tells me God said he's not through with you yet. I have been through some things in my life. I have experienced some things in my life. But one thing out of all the things I experienced the most is the favor of God. Doctor, uh, possibly like Dr. Cecilia Kaiser is in your hands, please um, share something with us. If it's a prayer, closing remarks, whatever it is that God has given you, please share with us on tonight, Dr. Kaiser. To every listener, that's listening tonight on the World Wide Web. To every listener that's listening via Facebook. For every listener, where do you need God's favor? He's your resource. He's our everything. Thank God in advance for the favor in the classroom. 
Thank God in advance for the favor in your finances. Thank God in advance for the favor in your marriage. Thank God in advance for the favor in your relationship. Thank God in advance for the favor on your job. Thank God in advance for the soul-winning testimony that you're about to have. Thank God in advance for the promotions, for the elevation. Thank God in advance for the wisdom. Thank God in advance for showing you his glory. Thank God in advance for showing you that when the enemy showed up, like a flood, he lifted up a standard against him. Thank God in advance for his favor. Hallelujah. Father God, we thank you for your favor. We thank you for your presence. We thank you for your yoke-destroying anointing, God. We thank you, we thank you, we thank you. God, we thank you for the favor of your thanksgiving. God, we thank you for the favor of your presence and your unity. God, we can't thank you enough because if it wasn't for your favor, we wouldn't have been able to wake up this morning. Thank you for your favor in the houses, in the shelter, and the food that you've given us to eat. Thank you for the favor that you've given us in order to be charitable with one another. God, we've underestimated your favor. Give us a full understanding of your favor in every area of our life, the north, the south, the east, the west, the wise, the hows, the winds. In our health, you've given us favor. Because somebody didn't wake up this morning. Somebody didn't make it through surgery. Somebody didn't make it through a procedure. Somebody didn't make it home on the highways and the byways. But God, thank you for your favor. In Jesus' name, my God, amen and amen. Amen, 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 amen. You know how they would say, take two aspirins and call me in the morning? Take two doses of favor. Give God two doses of favor and pray to him in the morning after you repent. I thank you all for joining in on tonight, sharing with us this time of giving God his glory. I thank you all for taking the time out to listen because we're not bragging. We're just telling you about the goodness of our God. We're not bragging. We're just telling you all what God does for one, he'll do for another. We're not bragging. We're just telling you all that God reigned on the just as well as the unjust. We're not bragging, but we're telling you that it is instructions would stand in God's favor. He, he didn't give it to one. He's given it to all. He didn't just start. It wasn't a it wasn't something that the possibly elect would say a good idea. He started in the beginning, even with Adam. He gave him favor to say after he gave all the animals a mate, he said man shouldn't be by himself. Favor started a long, long time ago, from the beginning of time. When are we going to give God back his favor? He has favored us to wake us up in the morning and breathe life into us daily. All while we're asleep, the apostle prayed, somebody didn't. Wake up, make it off, make it out, get out. Somebody didn't. But for those of us that did, we better understand that we're walking in God's merciful, merciful favor. So you all, thank you again. Please share this video. Um I want you to know that we will be back next Monday at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with our very own pastor servant, Troy Thomas. Um, Friday, I'm not next Friday, this Friday coming up, is uh, Prophet Antoine Thomas turn to minister at 
8 p.m. I'm sorry, 9 p.m. Central Standard Time, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time this Friday. Sunday morning, we will have our very own Apostle elect Dr. Cecilia Kaiser, along with Minister Margot McCord, Minister Brandon Kaiser, and Minister Carvon Merritt. We will be back Sunday morning at 9.30 a.m. Central Standard Time, 10.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Please join us. If you have any comments or remarks you would like to give at this time, please do so before we end the service. The lines are open. Okay, our foundational scripture is Matthew 6 and 33. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Remember, God's favor, it ain't fair, but it is available. Good night, everyone.